0: episode 164 don't just survive learn how to thrive welcome to monday motivation my name is dicky armor i run a few different businesses focused on renewable energy investment fundraising and sales and marketing i'm an author and a keynote speaker i love life i love people and i love helping people it's what drives me Each week, I bring you motivation, inspiration, and business advice to help you make huge improvements to your business, your happiness, your success, and your life overall. Thanks for spending some of your valuable time with me today. Let's get started. Today I'm going to share some ideas with you which you can use to start thriving in your life. Sadly, over two-thirds of the people on our planet spend their days surviving, barely making ends meet. Are you thriving or surviving right now? And I'm not judging you here at all. I just want you to think about your life right now. How are things going for you? What are you focusing on? I know it's been tricky over the last four months since the coronavirus pandemic hit the world. It's affected so many industries, so many businesses and so many people. A lot of people are holding on to survive and I understand that, but I'm a big believer in focusing on what we want in life. Sure, it can be tough, really tough, when life throws a curveball and you have to react and do what you think is best and it can be depressing and hard to see a way out of the mess sometimes. But you need to stay strong and stay focused on a positive future. Now I get it, talk is cheap. It's so easy to say these things. And we've all been there in times of trouble and stress. And none more so than Les Brown. He tells the staggering story of when he was a five-year-old boy, out shopping with his mama, as he called her. Now this was back in the early 1950s, when black lives didn't matter, and they really didn't. Oh my goodness, and they should have mattered. They've always mattered, but back in those days, there was still something called segregation. The abysmal treatment of black people, where they were only allowed to sit on certain rows on public transport, and they were only allowed in segregated areas in restaurants and public places. I can't even imagine how awful and degrading that must have been. So whilst things are still far from perfect today, we have come a long way. So Les Brown, this little five-year-old boy, was really thirsty and he took a drink from a water fountain without thinking. Why would he? He was only five years old and he was thirsty. The water fountain was only for white people and a policeman was walking past at the time. So Les Brown's mama grabbed Les and gave him a good beating, making sure that the policeman saw. The policeman already had his truncheon out, and because his mama beat her son, the policeman took no further action. It's so hard to think of that today. But the policeman could have beaten Les with no repercussions whatsoever, because he was black and he should not have been drinking from the water fountain, which was for white people. And his mama wouldn't have been able to stand by and watch the policeman beating up her son. And if she tried to step in, she would have been taken away, leaving him without a mother. Can you imagine? So she beat her son, not wanting to at all, but only to save him from a bigger beating by the cop and him potentially losing her. So sad. And that was one of a few defining moments for Les Brown. He decided that things would be different when he grew up. And he is now one of the highest paid personal success speakers. And he's the nicest guy you could ever wish to meet. And I absolutely wish to meet him one day. I love Les Brown. Such a great personality. Such a lovely man. And so happy and smiley. And yet with such an awful awful upbringing at the time when segregation was still so prevalent in America and in fact around the world. So if you ever find yourself in times of trouble just think of Les Brown as that five year old boy oppressed just because of his skin color and how he's not only survived through such unjust times but how he's truly thrived and you can too. But often during tough times, we panic. We panic and all logical thoughts go out the window. In the early 1990s, I learnt to scuba dive. It was something I'd always wanted to do, and it was one of the best things ever. I made so many great friends through scuba diving, and I went on some of the best holidays. I learnt via the American PADI system, the professional association of diving instructors and I went right the way through my training up to becoming a PADI dive master which in those days was one down from an instructor. And on the training courses you learn how to deal with stressful situations. When diving you can be underwater down at a depth of up to 40 metres whilst breathing through a regulator. A device which enables you to breathe air from the scuba tank strapped to your back. It's a clever device because it's a valve system which feeds you air on demand. So as you breathe in through your mouth, the valve opens and delivers you the air. And then the valve closes and you breathe out. One thing you train for is the regulator malfunctioning. If it malfunctions, it's designed to lock the valve open so it delivers a constant stream of air. And this can be pretty scary when it happens. The training teaches you how to breathe off that constant flow, but you have to get back up to the surface as soon as you can because the air flowing out of the tank means that you're going to run out of air and fairly fast too. So the training teaches you not to panic. The paddy system uses this system, stop, breathe, think, act. Stop, breathe, think, act. You have to stop what you're doing and concentrate. Breathe nice and slowly without panicking. Panicking underwater causes you to breathe faster. And you don't want to do that because you use your air up way too quickly. And then you think. This gives you vital few seconds to react positively and not panic. Work out your best options and then you act. I still use this scuba training almost every week. There will be situations which happen and if you can just stop, breathe gently, think about your options before taking action, you can be much better placed to make better decisions. A lot of people haven't been doing this during lockdown. They've been surviving instead of thriving. But even in the gloomiest, darkest times, we can still work out ways that we can thrive. But we panic and we focus on surviving. Our lizard brain is programmed to protect us and help us survive. But our bodies are designed to thrive. The need to survive is primal, built into the lower brain and into every cell. But if you could view your life from the level of a cell, you wouldn't see primitive survival. Cells naturally thrive, operating with untroubled confidence, trust, energy, cooperation and vitality. Every day our cells are replacing themselves, and it's seamless and perfect, Each and every day, this goes on without us even having to think about it. It's just truly incredible to me. Just think about your own body and all the cells which form it. There are trillions of cells and they go about their business every single day. Our brain sorts out all of the order from what could be complete chaos. All those nerves and electrical impulses surging around our bodies to keep everything running like clockwork. And yet we, the person whose body it is, is completely unaware of all those activities. It's mind-blowing. And that's the power of your subconscious mind. When we tune into it, our subconscious mind can do the same to the order of our lives. Imagine living your whole life like that. But because our natural instinct is one of survival, we often spend too much time worrying about all the things that might go wrong. Because we haven't taken control, our brain, left to its own devices, thinks it knows best. And it does, based on all your previous self-talk and thoughts. Remember? Our thoughts become things. I've talked before about affirmations and how powerful they can be for reprogramming our minds. Have a listen to episode 142, You Need a Paradigm Shift. Think about something in your business or your life, a new idea or plan which you've been toying with, thinking about taking action on. If you're like most people, you will have immediately come up with 101 reasons why you can't do it. You'll have thought about lots of scenarios where it could all go wrong. You're in survival mode. And I get it. Whenever we look to make changes in our lives, it can be daunting. When I jumped from full-time employment into running my own business, it was scary. And yes, I had doubts. I had imposter syndrome. I worried about money and all the bad things which might happen. But I quickly shut them down and I took action anyway. I learned a long time ago how to tune out the negative thoughts and focus on the positives. It's about rewiring our subconscious mind and programming it to be more positive. We often try too hard in life, which sounds almost counterintuitive. Of course you've got to try hard, you've got to work hard, you've got to put in the effort to be successful. But in fact, you don't. You have to work smarter not harder. Don't overthink things and stop chasing everything. Instead, take some time each day to work out what the best things are to be spending your attention on. Have a listen to episode 13, Bookend Your Day, when I talked about Ivy Lee's list of six. The idea is you choose the six most important things you need to spend your time on each day. And it all starts by you getting focused, getting positive and deciding what you want to do and what you need to do. And then make a plan and start doing those things which can help you. Take the time whilst things are a bit slower than usual. Don't sit there worrying about all the things that may happen. Instead, use this time to be proactive. Think about who you know who might be able to help you. Think about which industries are thriving right now and look for opportunities in those sectors. Don't neglect your existing clients and customers. Now is the perfect time to get in touch with them. Ask them how they are. Let them know that you're thinking about them and that you truly care about them. And if you've got a special offer of some sort which you could put together, then make sure you get in touch and let them know about it. Get out there. Get proactive. Go hunting and gathering again. Don't sit there hoping that you'll get visitors to your website who might, by pure chance, buy from you. Get on the phone and start calling potential customers. Call your existing customers and call older, previous customers. The more conversations you can have during these strange times, the better. We're all in this together. Things can only happen if you're out there in the game taking action. And look for the good. Forget the bad situations and think about the great things in your life which you can be grateful for. Get excited about all the activity you can do which will produce results for you and your business. And definitely don't focus on how bad things are right now. Instead, focus and get excited on how good things are going to be for you. Spend a few minutes each morning focusing on all those good things, all the exciting things, and smile and get excited. And then get to your list of six things that you must do each day to take you and your business forward. So this week, please stop focusing on survival and make sure you're out there in the game. Take action and focus on all the things that you can do to improve yourself and to move your business forward. I hope you enjoyed this episode of my Monday Motivation Podcast. Please do me a huge favor. Please go to iTunes and leave me a review and let me and others know what you think. I'd really appreciate it. You can connect with me everywhere on social media. I'm lucky with a name like mine. Just search for Dickie Armour and you'll find me. You can check out the links in the show notes too. Until next time, take care and thank you so much for listening. Dare to dream big dreams and go out and make it happen today and every day.